I also want to invite you today that there's one of these booklets, Just Grace, in every one of those brown envelope packs, welcome packs. But otherwise, if you don't want one of those, please, if you'd like to know some more about what it is to be a Christian and to know the grace of God through Jesus, please take one of these booklets away with you today with our kind regards and have a read of it. It's called Just Grace, and there's a lot of them out there. Please take one. I'm going to read, talk to you just a few minutes here from a verse that came to mind from Isaiah 45. God, Yahweh, otherwise we've kind of Latinized that into Jehovah. You may be more familiar with Jehovah than Yahweh. Said this through the prophet Isaiah. Turn to me, or look to me, and be saved, all you ends of the earth. That means every nation. For I am God, and there is no other. And in the verses that follow, there's a section there that says, every knee will bow to me and every tongue will confess my name. That's the verse that Paul picks up in when he writes the letter to the church in Philippi and says, it's Jesus to whom every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is God to the glory of God the Father. God calls all the nations of the earth to look to him, to turn to him. Why? Because he is the only God the only Lord, the one true God, holy and good. There he is God, and there is no other. And through the prophets of Israel, God called all nations to come to worship him. All the ends of the earth. But God went even further, for there came a point in time, you realize I'm motoring this morning for the sake of time, when in Jesus God came to us. We're very familiar with nativity scenes at Christmas time. But in the person of Jesus Christ, God was made man, born of the Virgin. And Jesus is the very image of God. So much so that Jesus said to his disciples, if you've seen me, you have seen the Father. God came to us, could be seen, observed, heard, followed, listened to, questioned. You could watch him eat and drink, watch him sleep when he was tired. God became man in Jesus Christ. And in Jesus, God connected with us. He was with us, among us, felt what we feel, shared our needs and our joys. Jesus was hungry, thirsty, tired. The Bible says that Jesus faced every test of life that we face. And because of that, he understands us and has fellow feeling with us. And in the course of his life, Jesus healed sick people, raised dead people, cleansed lepers, forgave sinners, delivered the demonized. He welcomed and engaged with children. He fed the hungry. He stilled storms, walked on water and turned water into wine. God connected with us in Jesus. But then in Jesus, God went to the cross. Why did Jesus die? Sorry, go back. Why did Jesus die? To make reconciliation and peace for us with God. The problem was this, that we were rebels. We'd rejected God. We'd said, no thanks, I'll do it myself. Please ourselves. And that rebellion runs deep in every human heart. But in Jesus and through the cross, that rebellion, that sin, that the Bible calls it, is put to death, broken. So that, by the grace of God, through the love of God, through Jesus, lost people can be found and broken people could be restored. 
God, in the verse we looked at at the very beginning, says, look to me and be saved, be found, be restored, be made whole. All you ends of the earth. But to do that, we need to look to him. And we need to look away. How many of you remember color TVs when they came out? Anybody? So instead of listening to the radio or reading in the evening, you could watch TV all evening and go to bed hours after you should have done. It distracted us, TV. I sometimes think that politicians invent these things to keep us quiet so we don't revolt and rebel against them. And then out came the PC and, of course, not just Windows, but the Internet. Have you got Internet? (laughs) Internet on our PCs, more distraction in life, okay? People could spend all evening doing things they shouldn't do on the Internet. Then, suddenly, we can carry it around in our hands. We've got smartphones. Though I say to people, it's only smart if you're smart using it. Okay. Otherwise, it's a very dumb phone. We have smartphones to fix our eyes on all day long. It's amazing when I text some people, how instantly they text back and say, were you standing there waiting for that to arrive? This is a scene in Tokyo. You can't see very well. This is a scene in Tokyo. People are going across these, these big crossings in Tokyo. They tried to do one of those in Oxford Street, but it didn't work. <laughs> and they gave up on it. But people pr- cross these crossings. In Tokyo, and I think in, in other cities as well, like New York, they've had to retime the pedestrian crossings. Do you know why? Because instead of people walking kind of... They're now going... So they've had to reset the crossings. Otherwise, they'd get run over. To find reason, sense, wisdom, we have to stop, not be diverted, not be distracted, and look away from those distractions. And then we need to look up. The real answers to life are not found at our human level of interaction and media and Twitter and WhatsApp and commerce and communication. Real wisdom, real life comes from above. It's not that heaven is literally up there, you understand, but we need to acknowledge in our minds, in our imagination, that God is higher and greater than us. He's all-wise, all-knowing, all-powerful and infinitely good. Therefore, it is a very simple response that we look up We need to look to Jesus, whom God has sent and set before us as his son, to be listened to, to be followed, and look to the cross as well. This is how the Lord Jesus himself put it. Just as Moses lifted up the serpent or snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. Jesus is referring to an incident in the Old Testament when the people of Israel were being bitten and killed by serpents in the wilderness. And God told Moses to make an image of a snake and put it up on a pole. And everyone who looked at that image was saved from death. That was God's provided, remarkable, uh, unique remedy at that time. But everyone who looks up to Jesus, lifted up on the cross and believes in him, will be saved, will be found, will be rescued, will be restored, and will have eternal life, which is to say the life of God. And in his love for all people, that is God's offer and call to the whole world. Look to me 
and be saved. All you ends of the earth. I invite you today to find the reason for which you exist. To know God in and through Jesus, his son. Amen. Amen. Let's pray before we do the next thing. Father, we thank you that you made the way for rebels to be brought back into your family. Brought back to your table, brought back into your home. And that Jesus invites us to come through him to you. and Find our wisdom, our strength, our hope, our joy. Real life, new life, the life of God in us. I pray that today may be a new day for some people here, that they look away from all that distracts them and all that depresses them even and look up to you, look up to the place where Jesus made full freedom, forgiveness, pardon and peace. We're asking in Jesus' name. Amen.